Creating Miracles with Molly Grubb, Journey to a Dynastic Life. Join us for this inspiring conversation with Molly Grubb, founder of Dynasty Family Office. Dive into the art of making miracles happen and living your most dynastic life, no matter what the circumstances are. Get empowered by Molly's journey of success and resilience. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. share a little bit more about the guests that we have here today. Molly Grubb, founder of Dynasty Family Office, aids business owners in wealth protection and company transferability. Her team aims to educate over 10,000 family business owners to control their lives and realize their purpose. A TEDx speaker and author of Build Your Dynasty, Molly enjoys dancing, running, biking, traveling, and spending time with her large family. She lives by the mantra, work hard, play hard. I am so pleased to welcome to the stage, Miss Molly. Welcome, April. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. It's great to have you here on the Wellness Driven Life Show, Molly. I am excited to share with our audience a little bit more about your background, your story, the miracles within. So let's get started by sharing with the audience a little bit more about you. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the reason why, um, you know, this is so pressed upon me to do and, and discuss, you know, miracles is it's it's really the, uh, the foundation of why we do what we do for a living. You know, uh, when I was uh, just born, my sister was diagnosed with a rare blood disorder. Um, she was about two when that occurred. And, you know, she was ended up becoming a one in a million survivor of her disease. And it was only through prayers and just a divine intervention that provided her that. Um, and, and, but it was, it took four years, four years of, um, you know, my three brothers right after school going in the evening and working the side jobs that my dad would, would do to make ends meet. Or I all, my dad worked another 40 hours during the day and there were six of us kids. Uh, sometimes, we didn't know where we were staying at night um, because Mandy, my sister that was diagnosed was um, might, you know, not make it to the hospital in time. So there was always like this huge support system trying to just do everything it took to create this miracle. And when we did have that miracle happen, we needed another one um, because the insurance defaulted on us. And at the age of four, I saw what going from nothing we were going to have our house ripped away from us, everything, because there was, you know, no money to pay for these medical bills. And the millionaire came in, bought us our, our house back for us, took to Disney World in his private jet. And uh, and it was just, and bought us a brand new van. And and, and so that's, that's kind of like the foundation that um, kind of pointed my life to be where it is today and to help other families to be able to replicate um, 
that experience, but also most importantly, not have to go through what my family did. Wow, Molly, that's incredible. So you were given this experience that is so rare on a lot of different levels, not only with the rarity of your sister's disease and the tribulations and trials that your family went through and experienced with that and her, but you had somebody step in that really took charge and took care of the family in such a way that, I mean, it, of course, seems like a miracle for sure. So there's a lot of different miracles that take place. And you know, being able to open your mind also, you know, if you are coming from this, you know, survival mode and this stress mode all the time to being able to experience something like Disneyland, you know, it, it really opens up a child's mind. It at least gives them this moment in time to be at a relaxed state, to go back to the creativity aspect of the wonder and joys of life. And so you've carried that on through life, what you do now, and you fully embody that experience and want to give that back to others. So let's talk a little bit more about that. I mean, did you did you go right into that, into your adulthood? Did you know that that's what you wanted to give back? Or did you slowly come into this? Well, I, I there was a compass of never wanting to experience the negative side of not having resources and um, having my life put be put in that type of position. So um, I I made sure you know that I, I wanted to study finance in college. Um, did that? I was I became an actuary. I like to say I'm a recovering actuary because most people don't even have conversations with them. They are, are pretty introverted. <laughs> but um, but I, I found my way through that. Like I wanted to, I, the reason why I don't practice it actively today is because I needed to see the impact I was having on people's lives. And so that's why we created Dynasty Family Office so that we could show people um, the, the true meaning of why uh, to always become better versions of themselves, no matter what the, their circumstances are. And, and to do that at all costs, because we only get one shot at this life. And I, I feel that, um, and I've seen people just take the more complacent approach to life. And before you know it, their, their best of days are no longer there. And, and I believe um, that every day is precious. Every life is precious. When you work to see someone try to live um, just one more day so they could be a mom to their two little girls, um, you don't take any day for granted. Because my sister Mandy is now on her third round of surviving leukemia. Uh, we didn't know if she would make it to Christmas. Um, but it's it's been uh, just again the same experience where everyone is chipping in and giving in their time, their resources, their money, because when you see someone want to live so badly and and so courageously, that's what's creating these miracles. She wasn't supposed to live to Christmas, and now we found a drug for her that um, she is healing and getting better each day. She's finally after six months making her own white blood cells. Um, and, and so it's being able to put yourself in a position 
to be able, even if it's not giving an immense amount of wealth to someone, I'm able to sit there and give two or three days out of my week to, to make sure she has transportation to the hospital. There's her little daughters are taken care of. Um, so it's being able to have that flexibility of I would have chose to uh, maybe lock myself into a nine to five job my entire life. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I wouldn't have been able to be present for my family in the capacity that I am now. So that is part of the tools that we use within uh, our family offices to be able to put people in the position of power to live their best life and show others a way to do that, to be that example. Wow. And you're a living example of that. So the things that you're working to achieve for your clients is something that you are living. And so you have experienced this with your sister her entire life of where it has been we don't know if tomorrow is going to come and having to address that and, you know, try different things and try different drugs and have the support. You've mentioned very much so the community aspect, that community is key and in all of the involvement in order to help support somebody. And you also mentioned the time factor where as the time freedom is really essential. So walk us through, Molly, really, how how do you work with clients and, and how do you coach them in order to create that time freedom for themselves? Of course. I, so, you know, the first thing that we do is we do um, a discovery of finding out exactly where they are at emotionally, spiritually, um, financially, who their who is their support team around them? Um, who is most important to them for their family? Where do their what are their goals? What's their process of even handling finances? And maybe there isn't one. How do they ha handle their time? How are they handling their business? Um, most people um, leave their job to to create a, a business, their baby, and they think they're going to have all this freedom and all this time and all this extra money. Um, and what they did was just create a really risky job for themselves. So we help them treat their business, which is typically the majority of their net worth. That's 90% of business owners have 85% of their net worth tied up in their business, which in my family's case ended up imploding on them because they created a multi-million dollar company. And when they went to exit their business, uh, their competitor bought all the IP that they created. Uh, it's now doing the, that IP that they created is doing over hundred million a year but they got stuck holding the bag. They lost, um, meaning that all the business loans went to them personally. So they had to file bankruptcy. They had to do all and, and lost their homes. It was, it was devastating. So that was right at the inception of my company. And that's why we are so beyond focused on helping small family business owners really treat their biggest asset as that. It's just an asset. How can we extrapolate the wealth from that to help protect and build your dynasty even further and give you more freedom and help you be able to do those necessary practices to, to do that? So something, Molly, that I think is, is really lovely that I'm hearing from the way that you work with clients, the way that you navigate your business is you brought in spiritual, emotional, all of those pieces that it is very rare for, you know, when we consider our 
finances or people who are are helping us align in that way, that part is taken out. It's not considered. But you're talking about this overall perspective on well-being, where it is the personal and the professional that really go hand in hand. And this, this total encompassing aspect of what makes us a whole human being. And that does include the spiritual, emotional, mental, all of those factors. So how do you, how do you guide people through that? And like, what kind of questions do you ask and why does it matter? Of course. So um, trust me, it's really easy for me just to focus on the left brain of things. Like I'm an actuary, like give me the numbers. I enjoy it. I will nerd out you in 0.2 seconds. But for most of our clients, they really don't care. Like just tell me I'm going to be okay. Tell, give me my wants, my desires, my needs, like, but don't get into the actual details of, you know, how this number works with that number. They just, so that's what we did initially. We built, I, I um, wrote a book called Build Your Dynasty, which is also um, going to be part of this. I'll include a link too as well, if you'd like. It's, it's Build Your Dynasty. Um, I'm sorry, dynastyfamilyoffice.com slash driven life. So you can go online uh, and also look at these books as well. So the first book, Build Your Dynasty, is really just designed to show exactly that, how to build and protect your dynasty as a family business owner. The other, But five years ago when my sister got diagnosed with leukemia for the second time, um, my mom also went into septic shock that very same day at that diagnosis and passed away three weeks later. And that shook me to my core. I was in a very toxic, unloving relationship um, at the time. And it, it, what it did was expose and put a spotlight on, on me actually trying to dis- make this very tough decision to finally live life. And it ended up becoming a journey for me. And um, so I began to create this process for myself to heal myself from not being able to do that and created a, a journaling process for doing that. And I realized that literally everything I would write down, it would, not only was it a healing process, but it was becoming a reality. I, my, my company grew times four. Um, I would found the love of my life. And these were things that I just, I was just haphazardly putting in to this journaling process and not really believing at the time that it would become a reality. And it did just that. So, um, before we launched uh, the Build Your Dynasty book, I, I took a step back and realized that if we don't focus on the emotional, the mindset piece, the whole building a dynasty, protecting it, it just will fall apart because we're just emotional beings. We don't make a single decision unless we do it emotionally. Um, so I know business can be rigid and uh, just seem non-human, but that's not the reality of things. So we wanted to bring um, that peace that people can have finally for the first time in their life, um, bring that process. And, you know, we've, we've tested it out on many people, the process, and it, it works every time. There's no special sauce to this build your, or to the dynasty journal that we also created. Um, 
is there's many, many different versions, but this is the process that's worked for me. And I promise you, if you do either of those things, either re, um, apply the Build Your Dynasty book, which is more of a work workbook, um, and the Dynasty Journal, you can live your best dynastic life. So that's incredible, Molly, that you're you're talking about this very difficult experience that you had in life. And you this is an emotional roller coaster, right? You have lost your mother, your sister's ill, horrible relationship, and you start to say, I I need to, I need to shift. I can't live life this way. And so you started incorporating a journaling process for yourself each day. And then you started noticing that life really did start to shift for you in these drastic, incredible ways. Business was growing, relationships were flourishing, you have a new love, sisters doing better, etc. And so through that process, you came to this really profound realization that we are spiritual, emotional beings, and we have to have that peace in order to really do our best in life. And so you put that down on paper, you supplied it to the rest of the world, to your audience to say, look, this worked for me and I want to share it with you too. What are some of the pieces in that journal that you find were most helpful and that you have in it? Uh, so I, I, so the process that's worked best for me is taking the, um, allowing, giving yourself really the permission to just put all the, um, we'll call it nasty grams that we have in our mind just as a broken record, you know, that I'm not good enough or I can't have this, all the cans and horrible things that we tell ourselves that are really just honestly not true. Um, but we, we, we lie to ourselves each and every day. So just giving yourself permission to just get that toxicity out um, sometimes that might be a one minute paragraph that you, you spew out <laughs> other times. It, it's a real bad day. You might be doing it for 15, 20 minutes. So just getting permission and then rewriting that five different times of one sentence of what you wanted to actually say. Um, so it, it gives you a, an ability to process that and, um, tell your, your mind what it actually needs to think about and focus on. Um, and then there's, practices um, daily where you're going to write down five things that you're grateful for and five things you're are grateful for, but don't have in possession yet. Um, there's an absolute power in focusing on gratitude um, through my, uh, I, I, my dad was an evangelist. Um, so I grew up very religious and it was like only up to a few years ago that I realized how toxic I was raised. Um, and I say that in a sense that I, my parents just always felt they believe their mindset was in scarcity. And so I was raised to um, pray that I need this. I want this. We, we have to have these things like these miracles or this thing in my life. And then I realized, Oh wait, there's this other way of doing that, that you're just praying for things that you're already grateful for. So I think, so thank you so much for healing me. And, or even if you're not healed, just like focusing on that, there's just a totally different paradigm shift. Um, and this is not stuff that I created. Like you can, it's based on the simple law of attraction and you can go into lots of different rabbit holes to validate what we're stating here. But, um, 
And then, you know, there's also some practices in there that help you focus on what your daily goals are, breaking everything down to where, where you're wanting to be, but breaking it down to little itty bitty bites to eventually get to where you are wanting. And then of course we do. Yeah. So those are some things that are in the dynasty journal uh, to make sure that people can have their own dynasty. Well, it sounds to me, Molly, like you, you certainly have this, you know, you've got so much within that that are really powerful. And exactly as you said, there's a lot of powerhouses, a lot of things that you can research that really emphasize the uh, power of doing those things, of the gratitude and not just gratitude, but for those of what hasn't happened yet, because then it, it regulates the body to start believing that and seeking the evidence for that. So I think that that's incredible that you created that and you lived it. I think the beautiful thing of when we push something out into the world is that we have lived that. We've experienced it for ourselves. So we're going to go into our commercial. And when we get back, I want to talk further on the subject. Stay tuned. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living Team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Our lives were never the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. Welcome back. So this is a really exciting topic, especially for me. I love talking about creating. And so when we start stepping into creating our own magical reality, right? Because, you know, we can do that. There's so much research and science to back that. It's a really exciting thing. And and the more specific that we are, the better. So Molly, walk us through some of the things that you have been really, really intentional with, really specific with, and what happened for you. 
I uh, well, I I think for me it was. Um, it, we'll go back to the the origin story of uh, when I cre- created the the fam the uh, the dynasty journal the the process for it. You know, it, it came to me at a time that um, I was working fourteen hours a day. Um, it was mainly to kind of escape the emptiness I I felt, and I, I didn't have hardly any time with my family, um, and didn't get to f- find my inner child. Right, I was just it was just grinding it out 14 hours a day and it just didn't stop for me. Um, I think I used work to hide from what my reality was for sure. And I'm sure many of us do that. And so what the dynasty journal really allowed me to do was to um, begin to write down the things that I enjoyed. I, I, I uh, realized that uh, I went out to Hawaii with my sister for a, a little stint right after during this time. And I realized that I'm a giant kid. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I, I think I broke the moped that I rented there. Um, I hit all the waterfalls, all the hikes that I could possibly do. And I, from that point, it just, it was a, a shift. You know, I, I wanted to find, I wanted to feel what it was like to feel true love. I mean, the person that only really loved me unconditionally that I felt that love with was gone. That was my mom. And so I wanted to feel those things again, um, even if it was just me giving it to myself. But what I realized is that that I ended up having all that. I, I ended up finding the love of my life for, for getting married potentially in Paris um, in, in the summer. And um, you know, I, you know, every day is like a giant sleepover. I, I, we play games, we dance, we we do I, 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 it's 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 a fairy tale I, and I don't know how to like relate it to the common individual because it's just it's amazing I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been and what's weird about happiness when you're truly truly happy success just gravitates to it it's weird I, I don't know how to explain it it's just it, it just the two go together Molly, that's a beautiful experience. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I can feel the excitement just emanating from you. And you're right. The success just starts to come. It's That's the alignment piece, right? When we start to, you know, because we're energetic beings, we start to vibrate at the, the, the given frequency of which we are. And so we have these these energetic frequencies that we were kind of born with. And once we start really aligning with that, then things start falling into place. It's a beautiful thing. And you you talked about the feeling that you wanted. You said, you know, the person that showed me unconditional love was my mom. She's not there. And I'm and I want that back. I want to feel that again you know, myself or someone else, I don't know, but you talked about the feeling of that. And so I, I think that when you started incorporating that, it started attracting that when we tie in the feeling with the emotion, with the desire and the thought, all of those things really start making it more of a, of a powerhouse of attraction. Well, I want to add on that. So I don't want you to I don't want the people listening just to think that this is just one giant fairy tale and it's, it's beautiful. And it is, you know, I, but understand 
there is absolute beauty and pain. Like you're not like my most precious moments through this journey was finding myself on a floor soaked in my tears and just an absolute sweat. Cause I would do an hour run and then a two hour bike sprint, just trying to get that pain out. It was the journey of finding that and going through two years of just anxiety and um, just feeling what it's like to actually like give yourself the gift of prioritizing yourself and making zero exceptions for anyone that did not support your happiness. That is hard to do. But when you do it, it's the best gift you can give yourself. It's worth all the sacrifices. It's worth all of the pain. But you just have to be willing to embrace the pain and know that that journey to get to that other side, it's going to hurt. Mm. Well, that's certainly true. And I, I consider that the soul's journey, the soul's growth. We, we don't expand without it, right? Without the contrast, the light and the darkness, the yin and the yang. We wouldn't know otherwise or wouldn't have a desire to grow and expand. And through that, you know, we show up in such a way in life where we get to be an example of others. You know, it's going through life stages and becoming the sage and then sharing and guiding uh, others with that information. So, Molly, that being said, what is it that you're doing now? I know that the way that you and I were introduced was on stage. You were a speaker <laughs> and it inspired and moved me. And so that's why we have you sharing your journey here and your story here, because it is in, when people share their stories and especially that of the miraculous and it really truly does inspire and move others where people can say me too so what are the things that you're most excited about now what's the future goals look like for you and business well we're excited that we're going to be officially launching the two books of course build your dynasty and the dynasty journal uh, but in the meantime, while we're doing the launch, we uh, realized that uh, that there's um, a lot of people that we want to be able to help, but we can't help individually. So we're a family office, a virtual family office. So what we did was kind of hack what a standard family office is, which is, you know, you have 50 million or more in under assets and net worth as a family. And you got a whole team of advisors. You got attorneys, you got CPAs, you got security, you got you have it all. That's not really economical for a family business owner that is between one to let's say 15 million in either net revenue or um, net worth. All right. And so what we did was basically hack the family office format, the standard family office format, and bring it down to those families that have outgrown being able to and are just exhausted from sourcing and creating those teams and overseeing those teams themselves. That's what we do. Um, internally for them. And they're only using those advisors as they need it because it, it, it makes it a lot more economical. So what we are doing currently is building out a course as a DIY version of what we do for clients individually to make the format a lot more um, achievable for um, people that are wanting to be serious about becoming a dynasty builder. 
So that is what we're really excited about right now when working on that project. Wow. And so Molly, what inspired you to start sharing your journey too on stage? I mean, yes, you have business and yes, you're, I mean, and that's incredible. The thing that you have, you know, redefined and recreated in order to give people more access to, uh, but what is it that inspired you to speak on stage and share your story? Um, I was given something that most people aren't given, and that's the ability to, to see what having nothing's like and how having everything is like in one moment. This total stranger came into my life, didn't know me, and and put a roof over my head, took us to Disney World, gave us a car that was reliable. Um, and so I, I didn't want to keep the secrets, the what I saw, what I watched my, um, from that point forward of what he did to create that wealth. I, I saw that that was such a, a large gap in the marketplace. And uh, I wanted other people to be able to experience that. Why not try to see if, if even if I can touch one person to replicate what uh, his name was Bill, what Bill did for my family, that, that's so totally worth it for me. And that that's why I'm taking it upon myself to try to see if how many lives I can touch to at least put people in the position to be able to live as dynastically as possible. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Molly, it's been amazing to have you on the show to share your story and your journey. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience today? I uh, well, the only thing to really add, because you did a wonderful job uh, extracting all the pain out of me <laughs> and all the beauty that comes along with it, right? Uh, is just, you know, I, again, we want to be able to see other people be able to live their best lives. Uh, so I, go to check us out at Dynasty Family Office or dynastyfamilyoffice.com forward slash Driven Life if you want to check out our books and kind of the things that we're doing. Uh, but outside of that, you you did amazing, April. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that, Molly. And yes, absolutely. Make sure that you visit Molly's site. And for those of you listening in, it's at www.dynastyfamilyoffice.com. It is also in the description below. So yeah, check it out. And I must say, Molly, I really do love the journal that you have created. I think it really does, you know, encompass so many of the things that are make a lot of sense to concentrate on every single day. And like you said, when you are consistent with that, miracles start to happen, life starts to shift and change if you put in the work. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no miracle. It's not like going to uh, the casino and putting the dollar in and getting a million dollars. You might have the exception to that, but people don't really understand what it takes for a miracle to happen. They just see it um, and it, at its highest peak. But all of the work, all the blood, sweat and tears and sacrifices that people have to make to, to make it happen. It is a journey. It is a journey. You're correct. And all of the journey is beautiful. Whether it's good or bad or however you perceive it, it is for our own personal growth. So thank you again, Molly, for being our guest on the show. Thank you for our audience for tuning in. Without you, the show wouldn't be possible. So goodbye for now, and we will see you 
next time.